We don't have to finish the screening yet. And that is that if a person acts a certain way because of the mirrors of his body, so it's going to affect his nefesh too. And therefore it's not just that it's going to get affected that while he's still in his physical body, he's going to get influenced by his nefesh. I mean, his nefesh is influenced by his mirrors and by his body. Even after a person leaves his body, they're still going to continue. A person will still be and will get whatever meda in his lifetime, so to speak, has an influence over him, will continue to influence him even after he's died. And even though, and this is the scary point, even though he knows it's wrong, and even though he doesn't really have a temptation for him, because he's not in a body, but the midas that a person doesn't discover in his lifetime imprint themselves in his nefesh. And therefore, they're going to remember him after he died. Now, that sounds like a very big chiddush. It might sound like a very big chiddush. It's, there's two or three gemaras, which that's come out the only way to explain these gemaras. In fact, the Chaim Shulevitz, in the Sikh Smus, explains one of the gemaras. The gemara the Chaim Shulevitz is talking about is the gemara in Gittin. And the gemara says in Gittin that Unter Sager, before he became a Ger, uh, was interested, he did his market research before he made his death. I think it was alright. <laughs> so, we have to get some opinions about it. Is it good or not? So the Gemara says that in, through some kind of seance, he brought up the nefesh of Bilam Alashi. Bilam. And he asked Bilam, tell me Bilam, man fashu bahay alma. In that way, then after, in hindsight, now that he's dead, in the real world of truth, who's stuck at the right, who's right and who's wrong, who's considered important, and Bilam says, that is wrong. And so, so Angelus asks him, Mali da bukibo, so should I join him, should I be the guy? And Bilam paraphrases the Pasuk and says, Nothing to do with them. Don't, don't look after them, don't be close to them, don't connect to them. And the question asked the question, you contradicted yourself. You just said beforehand that the most the most fashionable nation in Shemaim is Israel. It's clear that they write and everyone else is wrong. So why would you give someone advice? Well, don't, yeah, why would you give them advice? Don't, uh, don't touch them, keep away from them, nothing to do with them. And Chaim Shalavis answers, he says, because Bilam died hating Klai Yisrael. Bilam his whole life he hated Klai Yisrael. In his, life, in his death he hated Klai Yisrael. And now even though that he knows the Emmets and he's in Shemaim, he still hates Klai Yisrael. And therefore, if you're going to ask him who's important, he can't lie. Klai Yisrael is important. Should have anything to do with him? Absolutely not. We hate Klai Yisrael. Which means a person can be aware of the Emmets and his middles don't change. That was what Chaim said from this Gemara. But like I said, it's not... Okay, if I still say much Amish to Aaron, I was not the MS. But if there was a middle row involved, the middle still there. Knowing the MS doesn't change a person's midst. And like we said, even though the middles aren't from the nefesh, the middles are from the from the physical side of a person, but nevertheless, if a person isn't misguided in the the middle stays with him. And even though they know it's not true, and even though it's not right, they stuck with it. That's what the Gemara also means. If a person does something wrong in this world, it's sure a wicked can It's like it remains chained to him like a dog. He knows it's a dog. He knows it's a bad thing. But he's stuck to it. He can't get away from it. And there's another example in, in the Gemara where they say the same principle. And this is an even more scary example. The Gemara tells the story of the King Achav. It's a big Russia. And among Achav's many Averis was he had a mixed on there, his name was Novus. Novus had a beautiful vineyard. And Achav wanted the vineyard. And he asked, Achav asked Novus to sell it to him. And Novus refused. No way in the world, no way in the money, he's not selling the vineyard. Okay? So if that's not going to work, so I have to try something else. 
So he gets Nova's friend and he gets Nova's girl. And he's here in He said, Yo comes to him and says to him, You should know that for the very of killing Nova's and whatever, trunk of charges to Zvinya, you're going to die also. Many years later, Ahab is planning to go to battle against Aram. And he asks all the Nevi'ah about, Shall I go to Aram or not? And also, Go, you'll be successful. You can see in prophecy you're going to win the war. And there was one Navi Emes, his name was Mikhail ben Yimba. And because the king of Yehudi, Yashafat, was there, so Ahasaz is also going to bring in the Navi Emes to ask his opinion. And the Navi Emes told him that you don't go to war, you're going to get killed. And he said to him, but you're yeah, just one of you, all my Navi Emes, Shakir, are telling me that I should go to war and be successful. So Mikhail ben Yimba said, I'll tell you what I saw. I saw the Bezim Shalmanah. And I saw Kodesh Baruch Hu call out and he said, who's going to be the one to go out and convince Ahav to go to war? And there was one Ruach, one Nesham and Shemayim, he said, I'm going to do it. I said, what are you going to do? So I'm going to go down and be a Ruach Sheker before we call Nebiyah. I'll make them think that they see someone who's all Sheker. And they'll all be convinced that they saw the book that Ahav should go to war and it'll be wrong. And you'll go to war and you'll die. And Hashem says to him, say, go. And on that the Gemara says, Hashem said to the Ruch, same with Kisasi. You want to be a Ruch Sheker, you want to lie to people, then you don't belong in Shema. As Tzadik at Hashem, as Dovish Kikari, you can regulate it. Someone who speaks Sheker, even as Nishon speaks Sheker, doesn't belong in the presence of Hashem. And if Hashem told the Ruch involved, you want to go and, and uh, be the Ruch Sheker, the field of the of, of Achav, go, you're not coming back here again. Uh, no, people speak Sheker, don't belong in Shema. Who was the Ruch? says, Chazal is the Ruch, Shem Lavis HaKarmi. The Achaz He was the one who volunteered to go and be the Ruch Sheker to mislead all the Nabim that Achaz got a battle in that. But now here's the question. Lavis was in Shemayim. He was in the place, he was in the Chutz of Hashem. He was in the Italian. And now Hashem tells him, you're not going to do that, but then you're getting kicked out of here. So why don't you do it? Idiot. To go, to go and marshal uh, Ach is not worth it. You're going to lose your place in for that. So why would you agree to do it? Forget about Ach. I'd rather stay where I am. And now I say the same answer. Because Novus, they are vowing revenge on Ach. Ach killed him for nothing. He wants to take revenge on Ach. And because of that, in Shemaim, he still wants to take revenge on Ach. And even though he can see the implication in Shemaim, and that is you're going to take revenge on Ach, you're going to lose your place in Shemaim, that doesn't change the middle. A person dies with a middle, I want to take revenge. He's going to still want to take revenge. That reminds him of Shemayim also. When did he make that uh, commitment or that vow that he was going to take revenge? When he was getting killed. When well, he was being led to his death by Ahab on trumped up charges, his feeling was, I want revenge. I'm being killed for nothing, I want revenge. And that middle stayed with him. He went, then Shem went up to Shemayim with that middle uh, in the coma, and then now there's a chance to take revenge. He did it, even if it cost him his place in Shemayim. It's a scary thing. It's a scary thing. The coin speaks to people about the people going from the war. It's not just that he's going to die and not enjoy his house. He'll die, I'll never see the fruit of his vineyard. He'll die, never, he'll never get to the chuppah. It's always something else. Somebody else is going to take it. And you see that the Torah's emphasis isn't just the fact that, that you know, you've already invested in buying the house, you'll never get to the other damage. That's the halbut term. But the fact that somebody else is going to enjoy it is a problem. And if a person is worried about that, about if that's the person's worried about, that somebody else is going to get benefit from him, so that's uh, he's, dying with he's dying with jealousy. We don't want that. So that's the so Yisraeli also. How is anybody supposed to... The, the Ma'ilad 
that's a story that shows an example first. And therefore, so he says, yeah, we'll talk about it, but this is the first point. Therefore, what the Zerusha said, it's still physical, it's, it's a physical and thing, that is, right? that if a person doesn't acquire a middle of Zerusha's here, so then he's not going to acquire it there, he'll be an excellent Shaman too. And if, that, and if a person works in acquiring the middle here, so at least it's going to help me to acquire it there. And therefore, have a mind of it. Well, how does it look? Now do you explain the principle, how does it look? The Maestro Circle said these are physical middles. How do they somehow impress themselves on a person's nephew, which isn't a physical thing? It's a spiritual thing. And the answer is, and this is an important point, that when Hashem creates a person, it's true he creates two different, even opposing, opposite parts to a person. In the Shama, which is Kaddish, or even the Nefesh Ruach, which are also something Kaddish, a body which is physical with all the tithes and all the middles of a physical body, they're opposite. But for a person to operate, he needs both. For a person to do something, it involves the Kayach of the Guf and the Kayach of the Nefesh, whether it's a Mitzvah or it's an Avera. And therefore, if a person, the Maisa does Averis, so it's true the attraction from the Avera came from the body, but the Nefesh participated. A person can't do an Avera that is Nefesh. It would be alive. And therefore, the effect of the Nefesh doing those Averis its whole lifetime are going to make a difference to it. So it's true it began with what the body wanted, but the Nefesh produced it. The Nefesh did it too. All the times that a person gave in to his mirrors, you know, so my body was weak, I gave in. Your nephesh also gave in. So it's also got the effect of all the medicine it did. And therefore, it's going to remain with the nephesh afterwards. And what's even more interesting is the Vilnagon. And the Vilnagon is talking about um, in Chari Gilgulim. How does a person live there Gilgulim? In other words, if his nephesh has come, that was in this world before or not. So there are three or four... Um, you know, like a self-check you can do, you know, going to give us the ways to check if you uh, Gilgal or not. One of the things he says is, if a person feels there's a very strong attraction for something wrong, whatever the something wrong might be, and he says the reason he has that is because in his previous Gilgal, his nefesh kept doing that. And therefore it's become a, a, a tab of the nefesh to want to do the same over And therefore if a person feels there's an extra strong draw, whatever thing wrong it is, whatever bad mid or whatever there it is, he should know that is a Gilgal, and his previous lifetime, that's what he was always being initial in, and it doesn't leave, it stays in the Nefesh. And that's why in this Gilgal, he still feels that very strong pull, whatever other it might be. That's a, so it's the same idea, it's a presence of the Nefesh. But, so what's the Eitzah? The Eitzah is that if a person works to detach himself from his body, he might not always be Matzliach, but if they avoid it, that a person doesn't give in to what his body wants, that's building the resistance of the Nefesh. And therefore, it's not that my nephew always does what my body wants. Either, but the fact that I work to discover on it, not to do what my body wants, that's what gives the nephew the kayak not to do what the body wants. It's not necessarily dragged after after that. Um, so, what about, what about any, any, any times that a person, let's say, has like an outlet, which is a real outlet to help him learn better? Let's say, Tagamay is one of them. A trip, even even going to the beach and the water, this that these are all physical things. Hundred percent. The Torah doesn't say a person so, can't enjoy physical things. So then that's being impressed on a person's nephew. If whatever the middle involved is, whatever the middle involved is, if a person is always giving into whatever his body wants, then of course, if a person has a case, you know, the whole demand of doing and learning, but it's not involved. I'm supposed to do something. So even though it's true, it's something which a person is enjoying physically, but it's not something which is now the nephew is just. Like, so to speak, <coughs> captive of the body, that does whatever the body wants. So it's a little Yuridish Yitzhak 
if the person well, doesn't really the doesn't insist, Jerem say that any mice of hat of shoes can become a mice of mitzvah. Depending on the, the, the intention of the person. Yes. Yes. It's not the mice, it's the kavana. If, if that's true. You know, as we said before. Yeah. No, the if a person is eating cotton on Shabbos and he yeah. knows the food he's eating, so then that's not, it's not going to affect him. Because well, that's, that's not giving into the time. Right, that's doing a mitzvah. So when the Gemara says that Rebbe had the whole year he had delicacies on his table from different places, whatever. He didn't eat it. He didn't eat it? He just says it himself. Oh, he said he didn't eat it? Before he died, Rebbe picked up his ten fingers and he said to that. Rebbe picked up his ten fingers and he said, I wasn't made for him as a film in the So he just sat there? No, he had dignitaries at his table. I'm sorry? He had dignitaries at his table. Oh, and he served. He ate the dignitaries. But he used to act precious. So what David did? It says that David said himself. Also, he was a king. So he had a royal banquet every day, and David used to eat a little yerek. He used to eat a fat of vegetables. All the delicacies and salmon. He didn't eat it. But what if he would have eaten them? With the person feels that's not strength to that. So he says if I eat inside some uh, a proper meal, I feel more, I feel I have more color. I'll be able to have it. You don't have to go as far as the past. There's a story about uh, Ibranovich. So Rebbe Chazal said that was a time of year, very far. So whatever they had, they gave the bracha. They were? Like whatever food they could find. So the whole week, they either sort of bread or potatoes. They didn't have anything else. So you do it at a certain stage where Bukhana went to America to find this, which is very out of character for him. Bukhana was a tremendous master. He wouldn't waste a second of his time. And besides, he was a tremendous magnet. So to have to step to America to find this, that hurt. Well, what he was right before the war, right? Yeah. Broke out while he was there. No, broke out came back. He, was there, he left just before. But, uh, so why do you go? The story is, I wanted the brother came to him and said that, uh, you know, and then I forgot to learn Tosos. I said, uh, you know, to learn Gemara Rashi, so I'm sorry, Tosos is like they have enough prayer. You have to get into Tosos. They need to eat something for a They can't learn prayer for Tosos. And Khan heard the title. So it's okay, that's okay. So I'm going to find it. Which means if a person feels he needs something to give him prayer for the better, that's not giving into a title, that's a necessity. If a person understands that's what he needs to do, it, so. Okay, that's understood. That, that's, uh, that's what a person needs. And all person gets away is a mitzvah. But the idea of giving into what the body wants, that's what's going to address all the nefesh. That is the second side to it also. The second side to it also. And that is, if it works that the nefesh gets affected by doing what the body wants negatively, we have the converse also. For the tzaddik, that he forces his body to do what his nefesh wants, so it has an effect on the body. And the Ramban, the Sharad Mur, right? Then he holds that the body will come back to life. Asks the man, what do you need a body for? We're talking about a spiritual existence. Forget about the body, let the Nisham enjoy it. Says Ramban, because the body deserves it too. The body of a tzaddik becomes, since it always did what its nefesh wanted, so it trained itself to be like the nefesh. I mean, it itself took on the, the an interest in Ruchnis. And it works all the way around also. Just like a person's nefesh can be interested in bad medicine, in type, and being lazy, or in jealousy, or in the karma, or whatever it is. Even though it's now spiritual in state, it's no longer in a physical body, but that's what it got used to. The other way around it works as well. If a person is, is focuses on getting his body to do what his nefesh wants, the, the body develops an interest in ruchnis. And David Amir says this. And the from later weeks. That's what David said. Samech anafshi, kama lechol pesari. That's true, my nefesh is not in first fashion. We understand that the nefesh is ruchnis, of course, one to one to shit. But also my basar, also my, my physical body, is also kamalach, also is very efficient. How do you do that? The fact, the fact is, nefesh is like, cries out for Hashem, and wants a person's Hashem, we understand. 
Nefesh is something roofing. It has a pre-judgment of Kirvis Hashem. And the body? The body is interested in Kirvis Hashem since when? It's a physical thing. No. If you train your body to want that to follow the Nefesh and doing things which because it wants Kirvis Hashem, the body will want it too. If the body follows the Nefesh. David says about himself. Raglam Melechas, I see the best in Midrash. My feet walk me to Shul. All kinds of this what to do. My feet since what? It's, uh, it's the same principle. Since David's nefesh, he wants to go to Shul. He wants to go to Shul. He says himself. Okay, and impresses his body. The body also wants to go to Shul. And that's what I'm about to The sort of the body is because the body also becomes something which is interesting in Ruchmiyat. And therefore, to, be, to bring the body back to an existence where Ayn Akhila and there's nothing else except the name of Zivashkina, for most people will be torture. What's the body coming to do with Zivashkina? It's hungry, it wants to eat. But for a body of a tzaddik, that has developed an interest in Zivashkina, that wants to kill Rasashem, so then the body will enjoy it too. And it sounds strange to us that a person's physical side can enjoy Rasashem, as much as it's strange that a person's nefesh can have bad medicine. It's true. That's after the effect, that the, 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 the synthesis that Akhadish Baruch makes in the person of Guf and Nefesh, the one influences the other one. The one influences the other one. And we can go even more than that. The Rebchali Rat, the Rebchali Hashem, he says, the reason Akhadish Baruch created it that way was so that a person can Akhadish his body. He says, ever since the height of Adam, a person's body did become something more physical and more distant and had badness and everything else. And the way to metaphor it is Dafkaf through its cash to the Nefesh. Because that was going to marry it again and bring it back to something which was Rukhnis. So therefore, the Yisrael that the Mrs. Sharm is saying to us, the beginning of science is like a big Kiddush. But if you explore the whole picture, it's a big principle. It's not just a Kiddush, it's a big principle. And that is, the Nefesh of a Russian gets pulled down by his body, the body of a Tzadik gets pulled up by his Nefesh. Because what a person does during his lifetime is what's going to make an influence on his Nefesh or his God. And that's the matter. A person can acquire the Midrash as resistance. Like he says, in, in his lifetime, he's limited. But the man if a person works in it, then the Acha Moisa, Hashem will give it to him Bishlamis. And they won't just apply it to his Nefesh, they'll apply it to his body also. And that goes back to Adam the Apostle. He wrote the Apostle and he said, We are again the Almus. And he explained that I'll be the Targum, that Almus is Lashin Ilain, which is a little child. But the child in the Apostle has two words, Almus. Is after death. Our lovers. Hashem will lead us after death. It's not a steer. It's not a steer. After death, when there's a person isn't held back by his body anymore, then Hashem will give him the Zrizus. But you're not getting the almost. If you give him that bit of Zrizus to a much higher level. And that's what he says. Hashem we're talking about that level that the Jesus will be inherent in a person or to hold him back. So um, this is this is true. What we're saying, he's just talking about Jesus now, but this is true for all means. Right. Right, 100%. That means Adam Nefala people, right? To some extent, 100%. The effect the person has on himself is what he does, is what's going to influence him. It's very scary thinking about the whole. The Gemara in Tanya says, the Gemara, the Rava asked of Nachman, 
the sort of Nachman was on his deathbed, that was his Talmud. So he said, please come back to me afterwards and tell me if death is painful or not. And uh, Nachman died, he came back to have in the dream, the Gemara says. And he said that was was completely painless. And the last of the Gemara is like a Kedah, it's famous Gemara, they're pulling hair out of the mouth. Uh, so Gemara asks from a different name of the Chazal that death is like when you have a wool which is caught in like thorns, it's like roughly free and it tears all the fibers. So it's like coming painless, like just like drawing a hair out of milk, but it's like trying to rip the. And the Gemara's answer is it depends how well how much the nephesh is connected to the body. If the nephesh is deeply embedded in the body, then it has to be ripped apart. It's a very painful experience. If the nephesh isn't connected to the body, so then there's nothing holding it back, so it can go free. They also, I can account for those who Mrs. Neshika like that. Mrs. Neshika, which is the death of Sadeka, is because since there's nothing pulling the nephesh down, so when it gets pulled up, it goes easily. But when, on the one hand, the nephesh is trying to get pulled, and someone's pulling it back, so then something has to tear. That's, that's what makes Misa more of a painful experience. And it's the same thing, the nephesh of a Tadeka isn't down to his body. Whereas the nephesh of a person whose was interest and whose life was spent in being involved in their body, then of course that makes it a very strong connection. It's much harder to separate them. And even though they do get separated, that's what Misa is. But like I said, the nature of the nephesh remains the nature of the body. The nature of the nephesh remains the nature of the body. A person is an ot hill, we are not so there.